Today's episode is brought to you by Stamps.com. Since 1998, Stamps.com has been an indispensable tool for nearly 1 million businesses. Stamps.com brings the service of U.S. Postal Service and UPS shipping right to your computer. Whether you're an office sending invoices, a side hustle Etsy shop, or a full-blown warehouse shipping out orders, Stamps.com will make your life easier. All you need is a computer and a printer. I have both of those things. No special supplies or equipment. Even better... Within minutes, you're up and running, printing official postage for any letter, any package, anywhere you want to send. And you'll get exclusive discounts on postage and shipping from USPS and UPS. Once your mail is ready, just schedule a pickup or drop it off. No traffic, no lines. That's the best part. Cut the confusion out of shipping with Stamps.com's new Rate Advisor tool. You can compare shipping rates and timelines to easily find the best option. Save time and money with Stamps.com. There's no risk. And with the promo code POD, you get a special offer that includes four free weeks of, uh, it's a free trial for four weeks. How you can't beat that. Plus, free postage and a digital scale. No long term commitments or contracts. Just go to stamps.com, click on the microphone at the top of the homepage, and type in pod. That's stamps.com promo code pod. Stamps.com. Never go to the post office again. Thank God. Hey, what's up, everybody? How you doing tonight? Episode number 192, Drink Until You Podcast. The only podcast that lasts until the last drop. How the hell is your week going? How the hell was your weekend? I realize I'm a little bit late for episode uh, 192. Just a day late, a buck short. Um, But it worked out for me, man. I, I just had a busy weekend I got to tell you guys all about here in a little bit. Uh, we had Monday night football tonight where the Cowboys whipped the F and S out of the, uh, what are they called? The Eagles. Yeah, the Dirty Birds, the damn Dirty Birds. Uh, 41 to 21, dude. I can't remember the last time uh, my Cowboys beat up on somebody that bad, but uh, it's a good feeling, especially a division rival, man. Uh, you just can't beat that. I unfortunately didn't get to see a lot of the plays in the game. I was kind of busy tonight, as I have been. It just seems like for the past couple of months, I've just been go, go, go. Um, but anyways, let's go around the NFL. Let's see what happened over the course of the week. Uh, Panthers over the Texans, 24-9. to Chargers over the Chiefs, 30-24. to Dude, I- I'm telling you, man. The Chargers are something else, dude. We barely pulled that game off, but the Chargers are something else. With that quarterback and those big-ass receivers, dude, like, he he just has to make an accurate pass down the field, and it's over. Who are you going to get to bring down these ginormous fucking wide receivers that the Chargers have? Good Lord. And they came through, and they beat the, the Chiefs. Look at them go. Congratulations. Uh, the Cardinals over the Jaguars, 31-19. The Browns over the Bears, 26-6. Dude, if you're the Bears, if you're a Bears fan out there in Chicago, my heart goes out to you. It's just like every year, you know you're not going to score a touchdown. I bet those six points in week three that the Bears scored, I bet they were both field goals. It wasn't like they were good enough to get a touchdown and then miss the field goal. I bet they were both field goals. That just sucks. You know, it's like the old adage, defense wins championships. Well, apparently not. Because that's what, that's what you know, Chicago's known for is that defense. And it's just not, 
you know, you got to score points, man. You got to put points on the board. Uh, let's keep moving. Oh, the Bills over the Washington football team, Washingtons, 43 to 21. Thank you. So I'm taking a drink to that. Cheers to that. The Buffalo Bills, goddamn, beating one of my division rivals. Uh, we appreciate it. Cheers. Even though I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure people up in Buffalo just hate Texas with a passion. I'm sure they hate Dallas with a, you got to think about it this way, man. What did we beat the, the Bills in, in a Super Bowl? At least one Super Bowl. And then, you, you know, you got my Dallas Stars in 1999 going into 2000. And they, you know, Brett Hull scores the overtime winning goal against the Buffalo Sabres for one, once again, another Dallas championship. It's just, if you're in Buffalo, write me at drinkintilyoupodcast at gmail.com. Let me know how much you hate Dallas and, and all the reasons why. I would actually love to read that. I think it would be entertaining as hell. Anyways, let's move on. Thank you, Bills, for beating the, uh, Washington football team. Titans over the Colts. Nobody cares. Saints over the Patriots. Somebody cares. I know Belichick ain't sleeping right now. He's up doing his own podcast like, we didn't get it right, dude. We didn't execute the plays properly. And we didn't hand off the ball right. You know, he's saying some shit. He's throwing somebody under the fucking bus, right? Uh, Saints over the Patriots. Wow, look at that. Uh, Falcons over the Giants, 17 to 14. Once again, thank you very much. Let's take another drink. That's a huge, or as Trump would say, yidge. That's a huge weight off my shoulders knowing the Giants lost. Cheers. You got the Bengals over the Steelers. Is it Bengals or Bengals? I really want to know. Uh, 24 to 10 Bengals over Steelers. Ravens over the Lions. You kind of saw that one coming. The Broncos over the Jets. Jesus, dude. 26 to nothing. All right. If, if I feel bad for you if you're in Chicago or you're a Jets fan. They couldn't even kick a fucking field goal. <laughs> That's sad, dude. That's really sad. That lets you know where your team's at. Oh, the old uh, Raiders over the Dolphins over there. Uh, 31-28. Rams over the Buccaneers, 34-24. to The Vikings over the Seahawks. Uh-oh. Look at that. Uh, the 49ers lose to the Packers, 30-28. to Dude, okay. Any any Dallas Cowboys fans, or, or I mean, uh, I'm sorry, Buffalo fans, go ahead and write me at drinkintilyoupodcast at gmail.com. If anybody knows more about football than I know, which is probably majority of the people, that watch football. Dude, if anybody knows what happened with Aaron Rodgers, because the last I heard, he didn't want anything to do with Green Bay. He was kind of on the outs. He's not getting along with management. And Aaron Rodgers, dude, I know that guy's a fucking douche. Um, but what happened? <laughs> I thought he was supposed to go play for like the, the Raiders, the Oakland fucking Raiders over there. I thought he was supposed to go play for the Raiders or something. What happened? I guess he just he just re-signed with the with Green Bay. Uh, they pull out the win, thirty-eight to twenty-eight over the 49ers. and Mike Cowboys over the Eagles, forty-one to twenty-one. That's a little around the NFL. I didn't put any money on the games. 
but I need my team to win, and that's what happened. I need my team to win, excuse me, and other division rivals to lose, and that's exactly what happened this week. So we got to be sitting tops, NFC East. Maybe we got a game at hand, whatever. No, because everybody else is, you know, working on week three. Nobody else has had a bye week yet. So there's no games at hand. We are first place in the NFC East, right? Who else is there? Uh, Washington, New York. Oh, God, I can't think. Oh, the Eagles, who we just beat the hell out of. I think that's it, right? Um, and this division, too, by the way, was looking super strong about three years ago, and we just kind of petered out, didn't we? We're not doing shit anymore, you know? After winning the Super Bowl in Philadelphia, it's like, that was that was it. You know, that's your one shot. And I always kind of get these conspiracies in my head, too, about why they won't let the Dallas Cowboys win or why, you know, they hate Jerry Jones so much they're not going to let his team win because Jerry Jones is just a loose fucking cannon. He'll say whatever he wants, he'll do whatever he wants, he'll eat whatever he wants. You know, it's just like you can't you can't control the man. The NFL doesn't like that. You know, they want you to to assimilate. You know, be a subordinate. You know, do do what we want you to do to generate the dollars, did Jerry Jones? But Jerry Jones is doing all right. He's doing great for himself. Uh, I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about. Um, that's around the NFL. Let's take another drink, everybody. So I got to tell you guys about my weekend. Uh, I had a life-changing event happen this weekend, and it, it wasn't the birth of a child. It wasn't the death of someone. Uh, I stopped by Walmart, and I got this Mueller back brace, and it is a godsend. It's one of the most amazing things I've ever had in my life. And I'll tell you why. And I'll tell you how my weekend went. So Thursday, I get off of work, and I'm thinking, you know, dude, my back hurts. Like, there's just my lower back. I'll go to pick up my daughter, and I'll grab her. You know, I have her in my hands. She's small enough to still fit in my hands, and I start raising up to lift her up. And there's a point in there where you just get stuck. I get stuck. I can't straighten up. You know, I can't stand up straight. My back's just fucking killing me. So anyways, after work, I go to Walmart. I get this back brace, this Mueller back brace, and oh my god, dude. I didn't realize how shitty my posture was my whole entire life until I got this. It's like a girdle. You know, it's like a corset. You know, where they gotta put the fucking, they gotta put their heel in your back to, you know, pull the strings to tie it on tight. It's like, I'm supposed to be able to breathe, right? Is this part of the deal? I look cute, but I can breathe, at least. Uh, so that's kind of what it feels. It just feels like I'm wearing a fucking, uh, what's a, uh, uh, a fucking, yeah, just like a, uh, it's not a garter. The garter is the thing that goes on the leg. It's a fucking corset. You know, that's what it feels like I'm wearing every day. But dude, I'll, I'll tell you what, man, it is forcing me to sit up straight when I drive my car. And I'll tell you this much, dude. If you have lower back problems like I do, uh, just go buy one. It's like the insole that you would buy for your shoe, but it's for your back. And it's so much better. 
you know, so, so what I think was happening with myself is, you know, I'm starting to get like this old man hunch. It just really sucks too, because it's like, I've, I wanted to be six foot. I've always wanted to be six foot. I'm five, 10 and like three quarters. Like I'm pushing five eleven. It's, I'm so close, but it, it just didn't work out for me. And so I got this like old man thing going on. I'm just like starting to shrink down. My shoulders are pulling in. Starting to get that little hump on your back that it freaks everybody. Is that thing filled with fluid? Is your hump filled with fluid? Because you should probably get that drained. You know, I don't want to be that guy. So this thing, this back brace is just completely corrected the problem. Even like right now, specifically right now, I'm not even wearing it. But I'm focused on sitting up straight. I'm focused on good posture, and you know what? That decompresses my spine. It, dude, I got home Friday. I bought the, the back brace Thursday. I got home Friday with my daughter and my fiancé, and, dude, I felt like a million dollars. Like, there were the normal aches and pains, like my shoulders hurt, my knees hurt, but my back wasn't hurting anymore. So highly recommended. You know, fuck all this, all these advertisements I'm doing. You you know the ones who are missing out are the fucking back brace companies <laughs> and the topical cream companies, the Ben Gays of the world. Dude, you guys have such a spot on this podcast to advertise and and you're missing it. You know. Uh, let's take another drink. My throat's getting dry. So anyway, I, uh, I get my back brace. I go to work Friday. I'm feeling great. I get home Friday after work. I'm like, you know, picking my daughter up from the ground and tossing her up in the air, catching her, dropping her back down to the ground, picking her up again, throwing her around the air, catching her. She loves it, dude. She loves, she's all smiles a hundred percent of the time. So I'm doing all this Friday, you know, and this show kind of comes about and it's like, fuck, now we're going to have to cram. Because not only is it Friday, which should be like, you know, you kind of let things go. You're like, ah, it's fine. We'll figure it out next week. I had to work Saturday morning and I'm like, all right, this is what I want to do. And I laid out the plan verbally, out loud. I said to my fiance, all right, I want to get up at six. I want to be at work by seven. You know, it'll take me two, three, maybe four hours to complete everything. And once I'm done, I'll be home. By the time I get home, you guys will probably just be waking up, maybe have a little breakfast. You know, it, it'll be good. It'll be a fun time. Seven o'clock rolls around Saturday morning. I'm past the fuck out. Eight o'clock rolls around. I'm still passed out. Nine o'clock rolls around. I'm out of bed. I'm moving now. My daughter's woken up. My fiance's woken up. The dog needs to be walked. You know, so I'm, you know, I'm, I'm getting there. I'm like, all right, well, I didn't make the seven o'clock. Dude, I end up making it to work at the crack of 10, <laughs> 10 a.m., which is like, you know, it's, you can't be late on your day off, by the way. If you're coming in Saturday to work extra, there's no such thing as late. It's just, it doesn't exist. So even being as late as I was, you know, by the time I got there, it was probably like 9.45. I'm like, hell, I'm early. Shit, I wasn't going to start till 10. And which isn't the truth at all, but that's what I convinced myself of. I'm not starting until 10 <laughs> because I've been, I've, I've been running so late. So anyways, I go, I go to work. 
I do my thing. I'm all by myself, which, you know, normally I have somebody there with me to help me out a little bit. I'm all by myself, and this, you know, th this specific workday just kicks my ass. It's not that I had a lot to do. It's just an accumulation of week after week after week after week after week just doing the same thing. I'm just burnt out, and I'm tired, you know. So I do I do my job, and, and then I immediately have to fly an hour and 20 minutes to go to uh, the vocalist's house so we can practice through the, uh, you know, run through the set or whatever before the show, this impromptu Ridgely Theater show. So Saturday, just super packed. By the time I got home, what was it, like 1.30 in the morning? It was um, it was a wild go. So then I have to wake up Sunday and I have to meet to unload or break down stuff, unload it, load it into the car. You know, get to the venue, be 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 there in a timely manner to play. That didn't happen. You know, I got I got over to practice at like four thirty, probably closer to five. We ran through once. It was a mad fucking dude. I've just been this weekend has just kicked my fucking ass. You know, normally the weekend you get to kick back, relax, have a little cigar. And you're, you're good to go. You, you get to recharge the batteries, dude. So I haven't had a chance to recharge the batteries. Um, hence why this podcast is coming out a day late. Um, let's take another drink. So Sunday rolls around. And this is a, su a Sunday show out at Ridgely. Sunday rolls around. I wake up. I hang out with the family. Two o'clock. I'm like, hey, I got to go. I'm, I'm sorry. So I go... We practice, we break down equipment, we load it into the car, we go to the show, and it was a hell of a show. We are the first ones playing, which, you know, I kind of like sometimes. I like catching people off guard. I don't know what this band is going to sound like, and then it's, a, it's like a punch in the mouth. You're like, oh shit, alright, that's what they sound like. Uh, so we play the show super fun, but for the first time in my life, after the show, I'm just sitting in the corner of the venue... And I'm just like, I'm, I'm, I'm the old man. I'm not the young guy anymore who's ready to play multiple shows. I am the old man. I'm sitting in the corner. You know, of course, people are like, hey, man, great set. And, you know, all this and that and passing, which I appreciate. Like, just to say something is fucking cool. But, you know, I'm sitting in the corner of the venue while other bands are playing, and I'm just by myself, and I'm like, this, this is the lowest. <laughs> this is the lowest of the low. Like, I don't want to be here. I don't want to socialize with anybody. I'm not even up to do, you know, to, like, get in the mosh pit, dude. I'm back there stretching. I'm stretching my back. I'm stretching my legs. As if I'm going to go get in the mosh pit. But I know, in my in my heart of hearts, I'm not. I'm not going to get in there. I'm going to hurt myself. The last time I got in a pit, you know, I was moshing around. Dude, my knees hurt for the next fucking week. And I was like, I can't, I physically can't do this anymore. <laughs> and that's kind of the point it's coming to in a lot of, a lot of things in my life. It's like, a, you know, going to a show and moshing. It's like, I can't do that anymore. You know, staying consistent with work and, and, and doing it day in and day out and grinding. Dude, I can't do it anymore. My body is just giving out on me. It's just like, you know, hey, my legs are like, hey, man, we tap out. 
just sit somewhere for a good couple of hours, please. We're done. We're toast. You know, my legs and my lower back at the brunt of the force of all the work I do. But anyways, we play the show Sunday night. And then, you know, a couple of other bands come on. And the one that sticks out to me the most is a band from Fort Worth called Gagging Order, which is a great fucking name for a band, by the way. Great name for a band. Uh, And they fucking crushed it. You know, like, cashing in my band, we bring the energy. We bring the party vibes. You know, let's hang out. Let's have a good time. And Gagging Order just brought... The Mosh, dude. They were fucking great. So if you have a chance, look up Gagging Order. It's it's full of good shit, man. Every song they played uh, the other last night, I guess. Every song they played last night was just a fucking banger. You know? It's just a good time. It's just a band I want to follow. Uh, so anyways, let's take another drink. So I finally get home from the show. Uh, It's probably, I don't know, 11, midnight, somewhere in there. I get home from the show, I pass out immediately, and then guess what you got to do the next day? You got to wake up at 6 a.m. because this isn't a Saturday where you can't be late. You got to wake up at 6 to be to work by 8, take your little shower if you forgot last night, you know, and... uh, Dude, it was, it's, it's just been a grueling weekend is what I'm trying to say. You know, I, I'm supposed to kick up my feet and relax a little bit, have a couple of beers, and, and that didn't happen. So now I'm dragging ass. Now I'm behind on the podcast. Uh, but thanks, thank you guys for hanging out with me. Let's take another drink. All right, now we're going to do some videos of the week. I only got two for you. Uh, one of them is NFL-related. Uh, Devontae Adams, dude. Did anybody see that hit on Devontae Adams, dude? That was brutal. I honestly don't feel like uh, the safety was going for that on purpose. They, more for the ball. They were going for the ball, and it just happened, dude. There's like a button on your chin. I don't know if anyone knows this. There's a button on your chin. If you get hit just right on your chin, you can kind of feel it. Too. Like at least for me, anyway, I can kind of feel these. Like if I get hit right here on the chin by a helmet, by a fist, by a kick, by a baseball, you're going out. And it was actually really scary after he got hit, and he just laid there. It's like, oh shit, dude. Um. I wish him a, a speedy recovery because that hit was, it was nasty. I, I can't say it was malicious, but it was definitely uh, nasty. So, uh, you know, and I don't think it was purposeful either. I, I will say that about the San Francisco guy. I don't think it was purpose purposeful. I think it was just, uh, you know, just a situation he was put in. He had to lunge at the guy to get the ball. He, he hit, hit him on the chin. Knocked him cold out. Uh, nothing you can really do. I'm sure he feels bad. I'm sure the receiver, I mean, the uh, safety feels terrible. You don't want to do that to somebody. You don't want to possibly end this guy's Hall of Fame fucking career. You know, you, you're now you're that guy. <laughs> now you got to play in the league as that guy. 
you know, and, it, and if one of them had a buddy, if if that was his buddy, you know, they're coming after you. You got a target on your head. They're going to take you out. Anyways, uh, the next video I have for you, the video of the week, I only got two this week, unfortunately, but the next one I have is so good. Um, I died laughing at, at about 3.30 in the morning, waking up my whole household, probably some neighbors. Uh, it wasn't cool. It was involuntary, so I can't be blamed for it, but uh, basically, <laughs> there's a video I stumbled upon that is a home invasion video. And it's a it's a guy and a girl. They you know they live in this house or apartment or whatever you want to call it, duplex. I don't know what it is. And they, you know they're just hanging out there. And this guy decides to bring a shotgun in. This thief decides to come in through the front door with a shotgun. Everybody get down on the ground. The chick runs to the kitchen to call nine one one. And this dude, I have to give him some sort of credit. This dude that lives there just lunges into action, grabs the shotgun. Him and this burglar that's trying to rob him, rob him or fucking wrestling on the ground for this gun. And the guy who's, you know, who, who lives there, he, he takes all this like built up rage and emotion. And in the moment, you know, his, his words get the better of him. He says to the guy, you know, he's got the guy on the ground and he's struggling for the shotgun. He's kind of, he's almost got it away from him. And this guy summons up the words to say with all of his being. And what comes out of his mouth are wrong house buster. He called him buster in a life or death confrontation now that is kind of fucking cool but it's also like i don't know like a whole life of pent-up frustration how many times did his mom say that to him wrong shoes buster you know you're wrong sandwich buster that's your brother's you know, and, and all this came out in a fit of rage when he's wrestling this guy for a shotgun. He goes, wrong house, buster, dude. I died laughing and they were interviewing this guy and he's, he, he laughs at himself and he's like, unfortunately, what came out of my mouth is wrong house, buster. You know, in retrospect, I would have changed a few words there, but you know what is what it is. And the guy ended up winning the fight, held the guy down at gunpoint until the police got there and they arrested the fucking burglar. It's a dream come true, except for, you know, you should almost have your man card revoked for, for calling another man, another grown man with a weapon buster. You know, and, and if you're that... <laughs> If you're that burglar and you're on the bottom of this confrontation and you're losing and the guy on top of you calls you Buster, you're just like, I, I give up. <laughs> I'm not robbing any more houses. I'm done. I got beat by the Buster guy. He grabbed my shotgun and, call, he grabbed my shotgun and called me Buster. You can't lose to that. You know, and that guy's probably sitting in jail right now like he called me Buster. He called me Buster and he beat me up. Um, and so there's my other video of the week, dude. Super entertaining. Uh, I, I've just, I, there's so many videos I watch now just in passing, just from things I see. 
on my social media or things friends show me. Dudes, people are sending me shit all the time and it's just like so hard to keep up with. You know, there's just so much content out there, but it's it's fucking great. Uh, you can forward your videos of the week to uh, Drink Until You Podcast at gmail.com, by the way, in case you're interested. Let's take another drink here. We're about to call it a night. Cheers, everybody. So that was pretty much my weekend. You know, had to work Saturday, had to practice for a show, had to play a show. Um,. You know, I can't say enough about the band Gagging Order, dude. They, it seems like they know what they're doing. You know what I mean? Like, it seems like they've done this before or they know what they're doing. And they know the, you know, what they want to achieve as a band. Uh, got a long way to go, you know? My band has a long way to go. And I've always looked at it that way. I think, you know, just like the Hate Breed... Uh, album title, or is it a song? It's, uh, you know, just, uh, Death of Desire. Uh, what is, how does this saying go? Satisfaction is the death of desire. That is such a great saying. If you have nothing left to desire, then you're fucking done. And, and I was left with the taste in my mouth that cashing in has a lot to desire. And I'm not saying we're doing bad, like we bring the party, it's fun, and everybody's smiling, having a good time, and you know, that's great, but don't ever be satisfied, you know, don't ever be satisfied, because that's that's how you push yourself, that's how you create greater things than you thought you could create, right? Um, that's going to do it for me for the night, guys, thank you for listening, episode number 192 Drink Until You Podcast, the only podcast that lasts until the last drop. All that means is that you got to finish your drink before I hit the stop button, all right? So you got probably about 15 seconds. Let's go. Let's chug this down, what we got left. Cheers, everybody. All right, guys. I will talk to you later on this week. I am behind a little bit. So I'll talk to you on Sunday, football Sunday. Uh, Just be safe out there, guys. Uh, Don't drink and drive. Get an Uber, get a Lyft. Be careful. I love you all. Talk to you soon. Bye.